Welcome to the Next Level Mamas podcast. I'm here to help encourage and empower you to create a life you love as you head toward your own next level. Let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to Next Level Mamas podcast. And I really hope that you enjoyed last week's podcast as we start to build our foundation of self-love and self-trust. Now, if you are a person who struggles following through on what you really want to do for your hopes, your dreams, all your goals, this is the key to your success. Developing self-trust, it's a skill, but it's one that absolutely anyone can learn. And if you don't have it, it's okay. Remember, you just haven't downloaded the app for that just yet. That's what we're doing. You are a normal human with a human brain. Remember the part of your brain that is the inner critic, the one that I named Alice. Now, remember that she's there to actually keep you safe and comfortable. When we step out of the place of resistance of our Alice, we can come to a place of acceptance and understanding. Now, I accept that Alice is with me wherever I go. I don't even resist her anymore. I do have conversations with her. Then I buckle her in the back seat as I drive toward my destination. Now, I want to explain a little bit more about why she is there. When I say she's there to keep you safe, I mean she's there to keep you safe. There's nothing gone wrong. When I walk into a place that may have danger, Alice is with me with her voice of warning. She's that intuition that we might call it. She'll remind you that, hey, this is a dark alley and maybe it's a bad part of town. Or she might point out to you that someone is following you. She's literally keeping us safe. However, she also tries to keep us from doing things that are not real dangers. She tries to tell me that I shouldn't make that phone call because that person doesn't care to hear from me. Or she will try to get you to not post that imperfect picture because you know, people may think you're stupid. What she's trying to keep us safe from is in this situation, it's really just embarrassment or maybe shame and The worst part of that is that it's just a perceived danger. It's not even a real danger. My life is not on the line when I post a picture, really, or when I make a phone call. I'm literally, I'm not in danger. That's the part of her, that's the part of her you speak back to. You throw her in the back seat of the car and you tell her, quiet down. You turn down her dial and then you turn on your best playlist and you cruise toward your destination which is your goal. Next up, did you get a chance to name your own inner critic? I find this super fun. Putting a name and a face to her really set me free. I now know the person I am most often fighting with. There is so much benefit to really, truly knowing your opponent. Now, I remember back in high school when my history teacher, he was a football coach and He didn't really teach history, but he handed out, he handed us out some fill in the blank worksheets that you, you read through the chapter and you went along and you filled in the blanks. You handed it in for homework and aced it, of course. Now, 
the level of education is not my topic for this podcast. But the point in my saying this story is what he was actually doing while we were working on our little worksheets. Do you know what he was doing? He was watching films of the team plays and he was also watching films of the upcoming opponent plays. So much help for him in reviewing those films. This is what I'm saying. When you know your opponent, you have an advantage. With Alice, I know she's always going to show up, especially when I'm doing something new or challenging. When I set a new goal, I know she'll be there. When I have a fail, she'll be there. I know her key phrases and all of her moves. I know all of her plays. This gives me an advantage. And because of that, I'm rarely stopped by her anymore. Now, like a pestering child that Alice, I often have to talk back to her in kind of like a, I hear what you're saying, but I need you to hush right now. Do you get my point? I I do hope you took the point to really put a name and a face to your own inner critic. It's really fun. When I did mine, I just kind of brainstormed words like lying. That's how I got always lying, inner critic, extraordinary, extraordinary. It's spelled out Alice. So just pick out words like liar, um, hater, just take all the letters and then like one of those puzzles, just put them together and see what words, what names you can come up with the letters. That's how I did it. And it was really, really fun. And then I went on to picture her, like what she would look like, what she sounds like helped me pick out what she would look like. And I made her like, it's not me. I made her super skinny, like not healthy way, a smoker with her smoker voice. I made her look completely not me. And that's what you want because you're dissociating with this crazy voice inside your head. Like that's not the true me. Now, next, did you pick out something small and put it on your calendar? And then did you follow through? Like I said last week, this is, it's a training point. Pick something, plan it, follow through. Pick something, plan it, follow through. When you can do that consistently, you are truly moving toward your next level. Now, when you did this, one of two different things happens when we do this. We either do the thing or we don't, right? Now, if you put the thing on your calendar and you did it, then you got the brick. Ding, ding, ding. The funny part is what I've found is that either way, Alice usually shows up. Now, if you did it, she would say something like, well, obviously you could do that. You picked an easy thing. You see what she does? She minimizes you. She often tries to make it no big deal when we actually follow through, like, of course you did. You picked the easy thing. That's why I said, no matter what, no matter what you did, easy or not, you do not pass go. You do go directly to your mirror and you look yourself in the eye and you say, you go girl, you're a rock star or whatever you want to say. Make a huge celebration out of everything, even the small things. I don't care if you walked around your block Maybe you got up to your alarm clock the first time it went off, or maybe you cleared out a junk drawer. It's the follow through on what you declare that you will do. That's all you're looking for right now. The second scenario is that you didn't follow through. Now, if this is you, no worries. Remember, you are a work in progress. And if this was easy, 
we wouldn't even be having this conversation. We wouldn't even be thinking about it. You wouldn't be questioning why you aren't doing the things or reaching the goals. This is why we're here. Now, say you didn't do the thing. This is a category of a good fail. There's no such thing as a bad fail because we are all we are at an amazing learning spot if we can recognize them as a good fail. Take some time to think about and maybe journal about why you didn't do the thing. Okay, you put it on your calendar, maybe for Wednesday at a specific time, maybe Wednesday at 2 p.m. Then Wednesday rolled around. What happened on that day? What were the facts? What did Alice say? Some things that my Alice often says, or I know she will say, because I remember, I know her phrases and I know her moves. She'll say, you're too busy. So two o'clock is rolled around. You're too busy. You can just do that tomorrow, or you should have picked something else. Just do such and such instead. That does, it doesn't matter. Just do the other thing instead. You know, you know, you won't do that. She'll say that whenever I put it on my calendar before it even gets to Wednesday. She'll say, you know, you won't do that. I don't even know why you picked that thing. She just starts spewing everything she's got. When it comes to Wednesday at 2 p.m., she'll start hammering it out everything she's got to try to go all in and getting me to stop. Some of it, it starts to sound legit. I mean, I am busy. Yeah, yeah, I am busy. I may be better off doing something else or tomorrow might be easier. I think though, that's just more of Alice speaking, but it's like she's changed her voice with some kind of device to sound just a little more like you, a little less harsh and a little more kind, like tomorrow will be easier, sounding a little bit more like me, but I better remember it's still her. Then I have to remember that I'm the one that chose the thing, and I picked it out of all the things, I chose it for a reason, and I made a decision for myself. At this point, I will say maybe a short conversation with her to cheer myself on, like, I know it doesn't matter to anyone else in the world, but it matters to me. And I'm doing a new thing. I am learning to follow through and I want my bricks in my foundation. Therefore, if you didn't follow through this week, just repeat the cycle of picking a thing. Even if you have to make it a little bit easier so that you feel a little more comfortable. Sometimes we try to go from zero to 60, like I'm going to run five miles this week, but I haven't been running for years. We pick something so far past where we are that we know we will get to that place of listening to Alice just a little quicker. We want to pick something that is helpful, something we really want or we need to do, but something that our future self on Wednesday will actually want to do or at least feel is beneficial toward the overall goal that we're going for. Now, something you want it to be something that seems just, it seems doable. Maybe it's setting a timer for five minutes and clearing out your junk drawer as much as possible in that five minutes. Maybe it's walking to the mailbox and back. Pick something that you can foresee being pretty easily able to do. And then follow through because that next level is coming. This is just part of the exercise. Now, once you follow through on that week, question yourself just a little. In what ways did I overcome that inner critic or that self-doubt? What moves did I use 
when she tried to talk me out of it. Remember those moves. Remember them because you're going to need them again. Next, we're going to ask, if I did that thing, what would be my own next level? Like, what's next? If I walked around the block three times this week, maybe I could walk a mile once this week or two times or three times, whatever it is. If you follow through on your breakfast plans that you made in advance, could you do breakfast and lunch? Say I told myself I'm going to eat that protein shake and that banana for breakfast every or on tomorrow. Let's just say we're playing one day at a time like I like to do. Doing that tomorrow morning and then tomorrow morning rolls around and I follow through. That is a ding, ding, ding. I actually follow through. I won. Now, could I do breakfast and lunch next week? Possibly so. That would be the next level. If you spent five minutes on that junk drawer, could you do 10 minutes or maybe even finish cleaning out the junk drawer? All we're doing is analyzing what we were able to do and thinking, what's the next? What's What could I add on to that and make it just next level? Then you put it on your calendar and you follow through. Now, lastly, let's talk about the time maybe when Alice talked you out of Wednesday, but you actually did it on Thursday. So your big goal for the week, you got it done. You just didn't get it done on Wednesday. Now celebrate that you did it anyhow. But tell Alice, tell her, like, I'm on to your games. And next week, we're not wavering because you want to be as exact as possible. You don't want her to win or she'll keep hammering harder because she knows she only has to ask or put a little input in a couple times and you're going to give in. Now, also, we're just remembering that this building foundation, it's only for you. No, it doesn't matter to anyone else in the world that you walked around the block three days, even if you were in the rain with your umbrella. Nobody else really cares. Nobody cares if you cleaned out your junk drawer. You know you know who it matters to? That's you. And that's the goal. Self-love and self-trust is only about you, but it does make you a better person. It fills you up with so much love and trust that it will overflow to everyone around you. And your viewpoint of the world will actually begin to change. You are creating your future in doing this work. Now, as a bonus challenge this week, I would like you to definitely do the thing, put it on your calendar, follow through, do the thing, look in the mirror, do the celebration. But for a bonus this week, I want you to look at yourself in the mirror every single day. Smile at yourself. I know that it's awkward. I know it's strange. But tell yourself something amazing about yourself. Give yourself a compliment of some sort. Tell yourself you are worth the work. Tell yourself, I've got you. We're doing this. We are going to our own next level. Thanks for listening, guys. I love doing these things and I love teaching all about the things that I do to reach my goals. And I hope that it's helpful for you also. For the bonus content that coincides with this episode of the podcast, you can go to my website, nextlevelmamas.com forward slash podcast and click on the PDF download. Do the work and you will see the changes you are laying 
solid foundation first and building from there. And anything is possible. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Next Level Mamas, where we are out to win the level we are in and move into our own next level. For more information on coaching with me, please visit nextlevelmamas.com forward slash create your life. See you next week.